Hey there, gorgeous, and welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where we talk all things marketing, business, and personal development. I'm your host, Haley Luckadoo, the marketing coach, motivational speaker, and Dr. Pepper lover with a mission to connect you with the most incredible women I can find and the tools you need to chase those crazy, audacious dreams of yours. So welcome to the club, Firestarter. Now let's turn that spark of an idea into a wildfire of success. Hey, hey, Firestarters. Welcome back to Females on Fire and another episode of Fire Fridays. I have a really special episode for you today that I'm kind of excited about because it's super different than anything we've ever done before. So I wanted to make this a Fire Fridays because it's not as business, marketing, sales, social media related, um, and not something you're going to get quite as many tangible tips from as our normal Wildfire Wednesday episodes. So I wanted to make it a Fire Fridays, but it is a little longer than our normal Fire Fridays. And I have a very special guest, which I'm super excited about. So a few weeks back um, in early August, my husband, Luke, and I attended Podcast Movement, which is like the largest conference for podcasters. And I go to this conference every year. I love it. Luke is a brand new podcaster. And so it was his first time coming with me. And every year there's a booth where you can actually like reserve a time and show up and record live at podcast movement. And you get a little bit of that cool live chatter in the background, um, and get to use like really high tech professional equipment. And it's just really cool. So I sign up for it every year. And this year I was thinking about, okay, what am I going to record? What am I going to talk about? And I had Luke there with me and I thought, you know, what if we did an episode together and he'll be the first official guy on the podcast because he is such a huge part of my business and of Females on Fire and such a huge champion and supporter of this brand. So it only felt right that he gets to be the first and probably only ever guy on the show. So today's episode, today's Fire Friday is a really special episode where he and I sat down live at Podcast Movement and had a conversation about what it is like for him to be married to a female on fire, to be married to a woman who, let's face it, can sometimes be a workaholic, to be married to a woman who has such big, crazy, audacious dreams and who is going after those dreams and those goals and how he steps into really taking on the role of the supportive spouse and helping me champion my dreams and go after them and just be supportive in that way. And we both touch on a little bit of advice from our own perspectives of how you can really up your communication game if you're in a serious relationship and how you can either be the supportive spouse or ask your spouse to be supportive of you if you're in a busy season or going after huge goals the way that I am. So I hope you enjoy this. It's very different than what we normally do. 
but I thought it would be a really cool, fun fire Fridays and just be a really unique way to bring Luke on the show and highlight him a little bit. And so I hope you enjoy it. We're going to go ahead and dive right in. Hello, females on fire and welcome back. I have a super special episode for you guys today. Uh, I'm actually recording this live from the podcast movement conference. Uh, We are here in Nashville. It is so amazing. And they have this really cool booth where you get to record live. And as I was thinking about doing this and signing up for my spot, I was like, what can I do? I don't, you know, I don't want to record by myself. I want to do something fun and got this idea to bring on the first man ever on the show. And I said, I would never do this. I said, I would never have male guests and I never will other than this, but I thought this would kind of be a cool spin on an episode. So most of you in this audience, you are married or you're in a serious relationship or you're looking for a serious relationship and you want to make sure that that relationship, that personal relationship, that marriage, that, uh, boyfriend or, you know, partner or or whatever fits into the dreams and the goals that you have. And you want somebody that's supportive. You want to make sure that you've got a great relationship, but you also want to make sure that you're dedicating the right amount of time to your business. And sometimes we get in those busy seasons. I know a lot of us can be workaholics. So without further ado, I thought it would be so incredibly cool to bring on my very own husband slash Instagram hubby, Luke Lackadoo. So he is on the show today and we're going to be talking about how we actually handle our relationship with me being the workaholic that I am. So Luke, say hi to everybody. What's going on guys? And just so you know, she said the first and only man. So since I'm her only man, I'm the only one on the podcast. Yippee. I feel special. I love it. I love it. Music uh, Music City 2021. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And this is the perfect conference for you. Uh, Luke is brand new to podcasting. He's starting his podcast. It's uh, like whiskey bourbon themed podcast because he wants to start a distillery someday. So that's really cool. So he's getting to experience this with me for the first time. And so that's why I thought it would be a cool idea to bring him on. And I want to talk about a couple of different things, but I really want to dive into how we actually handle mainly the busier seasons of my business as a couple. Because I think, and if if you're single and you're like, ugh, this does not apply to me at all, I still think it's a very useful episode because if you plan on being in a serious relationship of any kind, you want to make sure that the goals, the plans that you have really work for both of you. And that's not to say that you should tone down your goals or anything like that just because you're in a relationship. But I know I hear a lot from our community about people whose spouses are not as supportive or whose spouses just don't get it. They don't understand the money being spent. They don't understand the amount of time being spent in the office. And I especially get a lot of emails and messages of people saying, my spouse is very frustrated. My partner's very frustrated because I tend to be a workaholic. And so, you know, how do I, how do I balance both options? And so that's why I brought Luke on today is to talk about that. And so babe, I want to get into this because you're incredibly supportive of me. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're incredibly supportive of me. And I'm very fortunate for that. But a lot of people don't have that. Um, and even being the supportive person that you are, um, I know sometimes there have been 
those days, right? Where you've had to come in and kind of knock on the office door and say, Hey, you know, are you, are you coming out anytime tonight? Are you, are you going to leave the office today? Are you going to, you know, work this weekend? Like, what are you doing? And especially in a busy season, that can be very difficult sometimes. And I know you tend to err actually a little more on the side of being too supportive sometimes and, and letting it go a little too much. And then, you know, that eventually fosters that kind of resentment of, well, you know, she cares more about the business than me, or she needs more time for the business than she has time to spend on our relationship. And so my, my first question to you that I want to know is what do you think personally for you is the hardest part, the most exhausting part, the most complicated part, the most challenging part of being married to somebody who can't, or being in a relationship with somebody who can tend to be a little more of a workaholic and, and does have those really big audacious goals. So obviously the, the spending the time thing can be an issue for people that are really intimate and want to be around each other a lot. But another issue is like, I, I work a full-time job, you work your full-time business, um, and coming home and knowing that you're going to work past, you know, five, six, seven o'clock, um, still means that I have to take on other responsibilities of cooking dinner, uh, you know, stuff like that. So it's just taking a step back and seeing, you know, how can I help you the best way while you're in this season of work? Right. And sometimes it is frustrating and sometimes you are in the office late because you're nitpicking certain things. And I'm just like, okay, anything will be fine. But if you get it done now, we can watch a TV show or something. So it, it can be a little bit frustrating, but um, I do try to tend to air more on the, I try to be as supportive as possible, but sometimes it does get a little daunting on, okay, finally, can you just come out here and just relax a little bit? So what is the point? What is the moment for you where it comes to, okay, you know what? She's, it's too much. Like it's gotta be, there's gotta be a focus on us now. Even in a busy season when you're like, I understand that she's busy and I understand that, you know, this is taking up a lot of time and I know this is just a season, but we can't just let, our relationship just like fall into the red simply because she's got to spend so much time in our business. So what is that, that one moment or that one thing or, or whatever that makes you say, all right, enough is enough. You know, you, whatever is left, you got to put it on hold till tomorrow. Come spend a little time out of the office, not just for us, but for your own sanity and well-being too. So I try to be really aware of what's going on around our house and in our lives and stuff. So if I'm sitting there watching a TV show, even though I, I like, you know, time to myself and stuff, if I hear you, you know, start getting frustrated in the office and I know that you're probably on the same thing you were an hour ago and, you know, I'm having to cook dinner and dinner's ready or whatever, I'm just like, all right, she's not getting the, you know, the point, you know, she's too frustrated to keep working through this in a steady pace. So I've just got to come in and be like, all right, dinner's ready. Get out of the office. You're going to, have to deal with it tomorrow. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you've had to do that many, many times. <laughs> uh, here, even lately with you having to launch your first summit and do everything else you're doing. But I understand working late and the you know challenges that it brings. But at the same time, I, I feel like I have a good tendency of knowing when to pull you out, even when you don't want to leave. Right. And so we always hear, you know, we talk a lot about our marriage and 
you know, marriage in general and things like that and um, have gotten a lot of marriage advice over the years from people. And often you hear communication is the most important thing, right? Communication is the biggest part of your marriage. It's the biggest part of any relationship. Like you've got to have good communication. So for you as the, and you're a big, you're a very big dreamer yourself. You've got some very big goals and ambitions, but right now we as a couple definitely have kind of more of a focus on the stuff that I'm doing in my business, just because mine is a little, um, a little bit of an easier pill to swallow right now, especially financially. Right. So, um, in terms of you kind of being the supporting spouse currently in terms of me having the big goals and and ambitions that I'm going after and you're, you know, the one being super supportive, what to you is the thing that I do or say that makes you realize, Hey, this is a busy season. She needs a little extra time for the business right now and not so much pressure from me to really put a focus on our relationship. Um, so it's, it's not, not so much of like something you say or whatever, but it's more or less just listening to you and paying attention of, of like what you're saying you have to get done this week or what you have to get done today. And knowing that I'm taking note in my head, like this is a bunch of stuff. And when I come in and check on you and you say you're on this, I am remembering, okay, that was like the third thing she said out of like 15 things. So uh, maybe I just need to relax and go make dinner and stuff and just keep having her work as long as she can until you kind of have to get out of the office and take some time, not only just for me, but take time for yourself. Right. So with that, what do you think about the fact that some people are not as supportive as you? So I know when I first started my business and especially in all the you know, pivots and transitions that I've made over the years and wanting to invest in certain things and wanting to go to certain conferences and doing all of these things. I know there have been times where in your head, you're like, is that the best idea? Is this really what's going to move you forward? I'm not sure we should spend that much money. But you've always kind of come out with the sense of, okay, she really has done her research. She knows this is a good idea. I want to be supportive of that. I trust her. I believe in her. I think this is going to be good. She's explained herself, yada, yada. But what about for the people that don't have that? What about for the people whose spouses or partners are like, I don't get it. I'm never going to get it. I don't think you should be spending this money. What's your advice there on how they, the listener, can approach their partner and say, this is what I need from you right now? So... The only thing I can say is to maybe go to them and ask them, how can you serve them better? How can you show up for them? If, you know, there's always little things that people would like to see in a relationship. So if you can just put, implement a few little things to show them that you're trying to be there for them and then try to explain to them that this is how I need you to show up for me in return, I think that would be a, a good way to nurture that relationship in the right direction. Right. So definitely coming from a place of serving first. Oh yeah. You, uh, to have a good relationship, you always need to come from a place of serving first. Absolutely. And we've talked about that many, many times in our own relationship is the, you know, how do I show up for you today? What do you need from me today? And I think at the end of the day, that is the most important 
part, right? Because if you're going to show up and say, hey, this is what I need from you uh, in this season. This is a busy season for me. I just need, you know, a little extra support or I know you don't get it, right? I know you don't understand, but I need you to trust me. And here's, you know, the numbers, here's the research I've done, here's X, Y, Z, why I think this is a good idea. And I just need you to go out on a limb and trust me here to be able to go say that you have to have offered that up yourself, right? You have to have shown up and given that support. You have to have come up and said, how can I serve you today? How can I support you today? So you have to have been the supportive spouse or supportive partner that you now want. Um, What's your advice though for if they're already doing that? What if say somebody's listening to this podcast and they're like, well, I feel like I'm doing that. I'm asking them what they need from me and I'm giving it. But every time I come up with an idea, every time I want to go to something or invest in something or try something new, I'm being met with that challenge of them not understanding it, them not getting it. And you've got people in your own life who don't, don't get what you do. So you can kind of speak from that perspective too. So, I mean, not, not that I'm trying to plug this, but have them listen to this real quick. So I have people I know that don't really understand what I want to do. Um, and I never wanted to pe- have people feel like I am the reason that they're being held back on a situation. So while I may ask the questions that I don't understand why this is a good idea or, or whatever, once they explain it to me in detail, even though even if I still don't really get it, I'm still going to be, okay, well, let's, let's try that out. And if it doesn't work out, I'm not going to throw it back in their face or anything, but next time they want to do something like that, I'll be like, well, is there any, any way we can do this differently than last time to have a different result? Right. Yeah. And I think that's an excellent point too, is I do think there is a point where you have to just say, you know what? I understand that you don't get it, but you don't have to get it. Right. right? There comes a point where you have to say, look, this is my dream. This is my goal. And I, I honestly believe, especially with a marriage, and this goes for any kind of partnership, any kind of serious relationship, but especially with a marriage, that's what I can speak to. I am married to you. So, um, that's what I can speak to from a marriage standpoint, from a marriage perspective. I don't think, you know, you share a lot of my dreams. Like you get it, you see the vision for it, but you're never going to care about it the way that I do. And that's how I am for you. You know, you, you want to own a distillery someday. That's a really huge goal, both financially, both, you know, it's a physically taxing goal and emotionally taxing goal. There's a lot of prep work involved, a lot of laws and regulations to follow, like all of those things. There's a lot of things in that. And that is not my world at all. That is not my space. That is not an industry I have any interest in. And I don't necessarily always get it when you're, you're kind of dreaming out loud and talking about what you want to do. I don't necessarily always understand it, but I am always there to say, okay, I don't get it, but cool. If you think that's, that's a good idea or like, here's the thoughts I have on that for you, but I don't have to understand it. Right. And I think there's an important piece to that, that you don't necessarily have to make your partner see the vision. You don't necessarily have to make your partner understand the dream. You just have to get to a place where they understand you enough to say, all right, let's move forward with this together. All right. I know what you need. 
Well, yeah. I mean, your listeners need to understand that, you know, for me, you're my number one fan. You you pushed me to want to, like, strive for figuring out recipes and, uh, you know, how to run the distillery and everything. And, it's you know, it shows up in my life a lot. But, guys, you got to understand that this woman doesn't drink. She doesn't have any reason to have anything to do with alcohol. But she really supports me so much that even though she doesn't understand it, she is pushing me to go after my own dreams. And that is what I'm trying to do for her. Right. So I think when you've got maybe a spouse or a partner who just is not giving in, they're just not, you know, they're not having these conversations with you. They're not supportive whatsoever. Where do you start? Like, where do you think, where do you think you start? And then I'll kind of share my opinion on that with like sitting down and saying, Hey, look, we need to have a conversation and I need you to understand that I don't need you to see the vision. I don't need you to get the dream. I just need you to understand how passionate I am about it. How does that conversation start? If you've already taken a step to try and serve them and you have explained that this is how I'm showing up for you. So I'd like you to show up for me in this way. If they're not still not getting it, then you're, you're going to need a come to Jesus moment. You're going to need that moment to sit down and talk with them and share, like, I know that you don't get it, but please don't be the thing holding me back from g- trying to get what I want to get out of life. Mic mm. um, drop. I never wanted to be in your way. I always wanted to push you to excel. But I know other people, their tendency is to be afraid of something or something's going to go wrong or whatever, and they're, and they're trying to either protect themselves or they think they're protecting you know, their spouse or whatever, you've got to let that go. If they're, if they're willing to take the jump themselves, then you just, you have to get in line and help them out. At the end of the day, I think it's important to remember that if you're in a serious relationship, you are a team. Correct. And if one of the team members is holding the other back, that's not good either. If one of the team members is running off and leaving the other one and, and not, you know, bringing them along for the ride, that's not good either. So if you're the workaholic spouse, if you're the one with the big goals and your partner doesn't get it, it's like you said, you've got to sit down, you got to have that conversation. You got to get them to catch up. Right. But if you're, if you've got the spouse who's not supportive and they don't want to come along for the ride, you got to sit down and have that conversation too and say, Hey, here's what I want to do. Here's what I see for our relationship, for our family, for our future family, for our future, for whatever. Here's where I see it going. You may not get it. You may not see the vision. You may not see the passion behind it, but here is my passion. Let me show it to you. Now, please come along for this ride, you know, on this ride with me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you can't look at it as um, he's going to give me 50% and she's going to give me 50% because 50% is a failing grade, no matter how you look at it. You both have to try and give the best you can and serve your partner the best you know how if you hope to get what you want out of your relationship, out of your business, out of your life. You both have to serve each other as much as you can. And I think that's a good point too, the not giving 50% because there are going to be days where you can't give 100%. You don't have it in you. You don't have it in you to go above and beyond and give 110%. But you've got to give it the effort, right? And know that those days are just sort of a one-off thing. And most days, you're showing up with 100% when you've got two people who are willing to show up and try 
and they're willing to show up and give a hundred percent as much as they possibly can. That's when you find that, that, that teamwork and that drive to help the other one succeed. I think there are many, many times that I get more excited about your dreams than you are. Right. Uh, There's a lot of times you do that. And there are times where you're coming in my office, like I've got an idea for you. You should do this. And I'm like, that's brilliant. That's yeah, that's excellent. So I think there's a lot of conversation that has to happen there. And a lot of mindset shift that has to happen there and perspective shift. And if you don't have a partner who's really, really open to that, you've got to help them see why that's important. Exactly. And I mean, you know, I, you know, I work a full-time job, 60 hours a week, come home and I still try to give you a hundred percent of what I can do for you. And while I might be just broken, tired after that day, if you are also giving me a hundred percent, then just because I can't serve you in the way you need that day probably means you're going to step in and fill that role for me. And if you are always constantly trying to, you know, help and step in where you can, you're going to have not only a better relationship, but a more open to suggestions of how to take your relationship and your business to the next level. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, that's how you dream together. That's how you grow together. And, and that's how you really kind of get through life together in a way that you both feel very, very comfortable to be crazy, be audacious, go after really big goals that seem, you know, unattainable at the time and feel really, really comfortable talking to your partner about that because you know that they're going to be the support system that you need. So this was awesome. Um, I hope you guys listening, I hope you loved this. I thought this would just be a really interesting episode to come from that perspective of how do you kind of, we're always asking, how do you balance work life with business, right? How do you balance mom life with entrepreneur life? How do you balance a marriage and a busy season. Like, how do you make those things work and how do we find that balance? And so I wanted to do an episode on this for us to um, just kind of share our perspective of how that's working for us and kind of some conversations that we've have had to have and the conversations that you can start if you feel like that's not what you're getting in your own relationship. Yeah, I mean, it's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be things you agree with or things you understand. But if you come from a place where you're, you're holding back all that negativity to not be in their way and you ask, you can ask the important questions, but at the end of the day, if they're still wanting to go for it, then you just have to sit back and push them and help, help them get where they're trying to be, but don't hold them back. Don't be the rock in their way. Mm, Yeah. I like that. So, if that's you, if you feel like you're stuck and your your partner just does not get it, maybe you guys should listen to this podcast episode together. Uh, but we will be back next week with our normal, regular episodes. Maybe you'll see Luke again on the podcast in the future. Maybe not. But he'll probably be the only guy. Only to guy. ever grace females on fire. But I thought it would be kind of a fun spin, a cool episode. And like I said, we're recording this live from Podcast Movement. So we just thought it would be kind of a fun thing to do together and it was a fun quick plug if you are interested in whiskey bourbon anything like that luke's podcast still in good spirits is coming this fall so you can go check that out maybe that'll be a cool thing to check out with your spouse and make sure to tune in next week we'll be back with our regular wednesday episodes and our fire fridays and signing off from nashville live at podcast movement 2021 thank you guys for tuning in 
That's it for this time. Don't forget to head over to the show notes at femalesonfirepodcast.com to grab bonus content from our guests, support the show, or grab your Females on Fire swag. If you loved this episode, give us a quick shout out on Instagram by tagging at Females on Fire. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode to keep you fired up for those big dreams.